0: Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio.
1: Over time, many charities will change the way they operate. They may expand, they may move into different areas or concentrate on smaller areas. So all sorts of changes are possible and it's all about delivering best possible service for their customers. RNIB has gone through some of these changes over the past few years and are currently undergoing more changes in order to make alterations to the service which is given. Now Sally Harvey is the Chief Exec and she joins me now. Sally thank you for speaking with us. Pleasure to join you, Alan. So, Sally, a lot of changes have taken place with RNIB over the past few years, changes to service and staffing and so on. And there's another change at the moment. Can you tell me why that this recent change has come about and, and what you're hoping will come from that?
0: I mean, firstly, I think one of the things that people say, of course, is that change is, is the one constant. So it may feel that RNIB is constantly changing, But that is always with the intent of reaching more blind and partially sighted people to ensure that we are an organisation that is wholly responsive to the need of the people we're here to support. So what are those changes? There's two main changes. The first is around simplifying our group structure. So many people still find it very confusing when we talk about Action for Blind People being part of the RNIB group. They don't know whether what that actually means. And yes, we know from the feedback people have given us that it is confusing. So one of the changes we're proposing is to simplify that and bring all those services together under the name of RNIB. So that's change one. The second change is the introduction of a new operating model, a new way of delivering services what we know is that currently we only directly reach around one hundred thousand people now in the context of there being around two million people living with sight loss frankly that's not good enough and the way that we deliver services at the moment make it very very difficult for us to expand that that reach in a way that is both affordable and scalable
1: Okay. now, the the organisation itself has gone through changes over the past few years, Sally, this, this, as I said, being the the most recent. There's been changes, there have been consultations and so on. Is this particular one more in-depth, more wide-ranging?
0: I would say yes, certainly wider-ranging, because what we've wanted to do is make sure that the change is holistic, that it it ensures that it works as, as a whole. So blind and partially sighted people... Aren't left confused or passed between services where it's not clear what we do. So, yes, it is a wider change aimed at ensuring that anybody who needs our support or support of others is able to receive that support.
1: And many of our listeners ha- have. Obviously, concerns when things happen to a charity like and be such a high-profile charity, which does have a huge impact on improving people's lives who, who have visual impairments. Uh, their, their concerns, a lot of that seems to be around, perhaps, reductions in staff. Will that affect frontline services? Will there be any contractions in the services? Are any of those things that, that that people should be concerned about or are there ways that, that RNIB are handling this to keep frontline services really as they are, if not better?
0: We certainly don't want blind and partially sighted people left concerned about the services they receive as a result of this change. And certainly we have no intention of simply abandoning people or, or, or um, stopping delivering services. So what the changes are, however, is ensuring that the way we deliver services enable more people to be reached and bringing services together in a different way will enable us to do that. We then want to ensure that, particularly with some of the more specialist services that we deliver, that actually they're the right ones, the ones that are going to make the difference, biggest difference to people, and also ensuring that we respect the services that are delivered by others ensuring that blind and partially sighted people are equally benefiting from other people's services as well as our own. So no, nothing about this change is in any way going to impact on people's current services, but we will want to continue to work with people to ensure that those services are better able going forward to reach more people.
1: Will there be a reduction in staffing then, which also requires a different look at the way service is delivered?
0: The changes we're making will mean that there are different roles in the organisation. And as a result of that, there is likely to be some change, both in the numbers of staff and the roles that staff play. So, yes, the honest answer is that these changes are likely to re- to um, result in a reduction in the numbers of staff but we're talking relatively small numbers compared to those that are are employed and of course there are also our 5,000 volunteers that provide huge value to our community.
1: In terms of services then, are there services which require closer scrutiny to improve the way they've been performing so far?
0: No, it's not about closer scrutiny. It's just making sure that actually they're delivered in a consistent way. For instance, if we were to talk about what RNIB does to support people into employment, that would look different depending on where people live. So if you lived in Cornwall, for instance, your experience of RNIB would look very, very different to if you were receiving services in a different part of the UK. We want RNIB to be known across the UK for its excellent services. So what we want to do is to think differently about, for instance, our employment service and make sure that we can be really confident about talking about our offer and also those provided by other people.
1: Okay, another uh, thing we've looked at on Connect Radio, on RB Connect Radio for for some time, is the new Connect ethos, if you like. So connecting up not just the organisation, but the service users as well. How does that fit into the sort of new structure then? How will connecting people improve?
0: I'm hugely excited about this, um, the opportunities the new way of working will, will give us here, because you're absolutely right connecting people with each other, connecting people to services is, is what this change is, is, is about. It's about valuing and, and respecting the fact that that lived experience of living with, with sight loss and the ability to support each other as part of a connected community, the, the benefits that brings to the community as a whole. What we want to do is invest in that we want to ensure that the community feels and is confident in, in sharing its skills with other members of the community. And, and in that respect, I so I suppose, kind of give back. It's really kind of taking the concept of, of being an organisation of blind and partially sighted people to, to the next level, reaching new heights, I think, in terms of a, a connected community, bringing together the best of of what that connection can offer with the services that RNIB and others provide. So, yeah, hugely excited at the potential and opportunity around the the community.
1: What about working with more grassroots organisations, smaller charities who are within communities and, and probably have a closer link with people who live in their areas?
0: A really important point, and thank you for asking that question, because I said earlier that when we're looking at our services that that looks different depending on where you are in the UK and of course we know that across the UK there is different organisations who are providing fantastic services day in, day out for for blind and partially sighted people. What we need to do is make sure that we're playing our part as a national organisation and our part is, is connecting people to those services, those much valued services. At the moment we know that people simply do not know what is available to them. We can play a much bigger part in ensuring people are connected to local services.
1: There's a big picture here about improving the service and making RNIB more accessible to the service users, and really getting them to direct what we do. Has coming to this stage of changes, has that been difficult for you and the board of trustees? Because there obviously has been some difficult decisions to take.
0: The difficult decisions that the board and, and I and the executive team have had to make is is around the some of the, you know, the challenges and hard and difficult world out there for, for charities and we need to cut our cloth to, to fit. We need to make sure that services are sustainable going forward if we're promoting a different way of doing things. The last thing we'd want to do is to make changes only then to find that we can't deliver on those promises. So making sure that the organisation is sustainable going forward, has required us to make some difficult decisions, in some cases, about what we fund and what we don't fund. However, the service model and the changes we're making, actually they've been a lot easier decisions to make on the basis of the evidence that we're relying on to make those changes. We've been working with staff, we've been working with customers. We have a customer council, for instance, who's really helped to shape proposals. We've done some what's called kind of prototyping, which is looking and exploring kind of how things might work, testing things out to see what the changes might look like. And as a result of all that evidence... Actually, there is a really strong confidence in the changes we're we're making, and because of that, we're we're able to to actually make that decision. That decision is made, and is a lot a lot easier to make as a result.
1: I, I obviously I'm highlighting the, the, the changes that there have been several changes over the past few years, and and it's it's purely because this has been a concern of many of the service users as well. That this recent change it is pretty big. You know this this is organizational wide. When the changes are implemented, can you see a period of calm when things will start to bed in and how will they be assessed?
0: I I, I hope so. You asked earlier and I, I responded by saying this change is holistic and I think in that sense, whilst that makes it bigger right now, it also means that it is more likely to be a change that we can, once done, start to build on and, and test and, and ensure it is, it is sustainable and, and, and works. And I think key to that, and again a really important factor, is the fact that we need to be alive, constantly alive, to what the community of blind and partially sighted people are, are telling us. We need to use that feedback to shape everything that comes next if we can get that right, then I'm very confident any change going forward will absolutely be be valued and, and respected by by the community. As I say, that we're we're here to support.
1: You're acting as the, the interim um, chief executive at the moment, Sally. What's it like being in that role? That the time you came into it, and you know, I don't want to say thrown in at the deep end, but <laughs> you've you've come into a very big period of change.
0: It, it, it is a big period of change, and that that's both exciting but also daunting in terms of 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 leading that. I've got a great team. I think RNIB. The one thing that you know, I've been sorry, I'm jumping around here, Alan, but I've you know, I've been with RNIB now just coming up eight years. The consistent thing that for me makes it a fantastic organization to 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 work for. Um actually there's two things. It's being connected with a community of blind, partially sighted people, that connection with the people we're here to to support, but also the passion and commitment of of, of our staff. In that respect, actually the decisions I'm 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 having to make are a lot easier because I know that there is that support for making a difference to people's lives that I can I can rely on so in that respect it's a huge privilege and a very exciting opportunity to be to be leading RNIB
1: in terms of service we've obviously discussed the the ways that you're looking to improve that frontline service we've looked at the ways of connecting the service users and in driving what RNIB does as an organisation further. What about staff input as well? Because at the end of the day, they are the people who are delivering the service and you're wanting them to deliver that service as best they possibly can.
0: Absolutely. Staff have been involved in a number of ways in terms of shaping the, the new operating model. What we also know, and I think an important point to draw out when I said earlier, that currently we only reach around 100,000 people directly. Now, against the backdrop of 2 million people living with sight loss, that's a small handful. So we need to ensure that as well as working with our staff and our existing customers about shaping the services that people want, we also need to be very aware of actually and ask ourselves a question about why RNIB is not supporting more people. Are the services we're providing, are they less relevant to, to those people? What what do they want? So we need to ensure that their voices is heard and that we ensure that going forward, we take account of both our existing customers, really important that we don't forget our existing customers, but equally that we're relevant to the many, many thousands more people Who are not provided any support at all at the moment and and the voice of customer and staff need to shape that
1: sally um we we'd love it if you would come back and speak with us again in in a few months time once the changes are implemented and and the ball is rolling to look back at that and perhaps look forward again from this new position you happy to do that absolutely it'd be my absolute pleasure sally thank you for joining us on rnib connect radio thank you very much alan